are here today. What's good? I've been staying a lot lately, bro. I know. I like that. That's good energy. It's good energy. It's, it's ever since we had Judy Santos on the show, and she put that battery on my back and said I could be a backup singer for Ellie's Jazz. I don't, I don't think she was being serious, man. I have the clip. I'm going to post it. All right. All right. So let's start the show. Manny's here. We're going to talk to Manny in a second. Uh-huh. Yeah, marvelous. Okay. Yeah. Uh. I'm on my Frank Lucas shit, three-piece suits, Valentino cufflinks, LV shoes. I bring the shorty closer, just enough to fill the gun on the holster. Out on the balcony, filling on the breeze, city skylines, we're puffing on some trees. Cup Henny on the rocks with the soda, made back front of the building with the chauffeur. And he waiting on me, got no blood in his hands and my name in the seats. No baby, no fence, no chinchillas, baby. Happened to break, phone calls, transactions, hand to hand, and drugs to break. The Monday Benny Bits talk to crazy, he talks to me. Get my business out the streets, it's the ARC. Uh. Bam, 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 bam. Crazy, what do you think of the new intro? I like it, man. What's good? How would I get in it? So. That's, that's, that's what you like. Yeah. As long as you make me look good. <laughs> Welcome to the Rick Gay Show. My heterosexual life partner, Craze Boogie, is on my left or right. I don't know how you see him on the YouTube side. Okay. If I point this way, I'm pointing Craze Books. No, you're not. If, if, but on YouTube, I am. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Well, no, here. I wasn't. I just checked. <laughs> not, 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 not in here. Not on my screen. With us today is Infuse Chef. Manny, Manny, welcome to the show. Ooh, we appreciate you taking the time. Thank you for coming to the podcast panel. That's where I first met. Manny. Yeah, that's where we met. Uh, Manny, I think ex- actually won one of the giveaways. Where? I think so. Am I wrong? I might have. I might have. I, like, I was so. <laughs> it was. A, it was one of the trivia questions. I forgot what it was. But yeah. Anyway. Well, we had a great well, time. We had a great time. Thank you. Oh, of course, Benny Banks, my fucking Thank show. You for in. Yes, yes. He's always got to make sure he drops a comment. Welcome to the show, Manny. Which are not just limited to the typical brownie, cookie, crispy mm-hmm. cheesecake. You know, I mean, cheesecake is not that typical, but that's something that we've implemented. Cheesecake, cheesecake yes, cheesecake. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, oh. cake jars, and I got a. Biscotti cheesecake here, you know biscotti. Oh my god, yeah, I love that biscotti. How far are you guys? You guys are. I'm in I'm in Queens and Crazy in the Bronx. He's Crazy in the Bronx. Okay, because I saw Wadsworth on the intro, and I thought you might be able. This is a chocolate cake jar with infused frosting. I'll come pick it up. What's up? So we'll, we'll we'll get it to you, but we'll talk yeah. about that later. Yeah. So that's what we do is we make infused foods, not just this. We do pasta alfredo. We will do some uh, oh, gluten-free yeah. for the people who are celiac or gluten sensitive or just want to exclude gluten. Some people who are keto also. Keto is not just so that you can lose weight. Um, a lot of people want to avoid sugar and have a, a low sugar lifestyle, mm-hmm. and uh, and they appreciate infused foods that are uh, keto, you know, so it's low in sugar and avoid the carbs and all of that. So, yeah, so we've found a way to fill a need. A lot of people benefit from benef- uh, from edibles. A lot of people look uh, and gravitate towards edibles as opposed to smoking because of the smell, because of asthma. Uh, on the podcast we were on the other day, uh, the young lady spoke about her personal uh, experience with the tincture, her personal experience with the tincture because she has asthma. So as opposed to her smoking or vaping, which is not good for her, it's detrimental mm-hmm. to her lungs, she uses a tincture in a seltzer, coffee, tea, a shake, or straight up sublingual to be able to medicate and work on her anxiety mm-hmm. and her sleeplessness or onset pain, um, that sort of thing. So that's interesting. So infused foods, uh, you already gave us the definition of what's infused. Now you brought up the tincture. 
it's just so many things you can do with this one product. Um, you brought up the cakes, the tinctures, the cookies, and all the other stuff. But how do you get it into my favorite chicken parm or, you know, um, give me something else crazy. So I'll pasta Alfredo, yeah. cheese steaks, not cheesecake, cheese mm. steaks, like Philly cheesesteaks. No. I call it the Cuban cheesesteak because it has like mojo mojo for people yeah. who don't know what that is. Is a, it's a olive oil mixed with bitter orange, garlic, and sometimes butter. And so basically the infusion and how the food is infused depends on the recipe. So if it's something that's fat-based or has, you know, some sort of oil or butter that goes into it, you would use infused, we would use infused butter, butter. or infused oil. And we also provide those mm-hmm. for patients. Some patients like to have the butter or the infused fat or the tincture mm-hmm. itself. Like something like this, you could add literally to your oatmeal in the morning. A couple drops, bam, bam, and go about your day. You know, but like for the infused foods, for instance, what we're having Friday, the infused experience, mm-hmm. we're going to be cooking with all kinds of infusion. So we will use the extract, right, which is the the um, the tincture. We will use infused olive oil. We will use infused avocado oil, and we will use infused butter, grass-fed butter. We like to use grass-fed butter because it's a higher quality fat and a better absorption for the body and the lipids and all of that. Well, Yo, you getting really scientific with this shit. Um, this is what I'm loving. The man is not just telling you, yeah, you know, I make the butter. No, the giving progress. you the, 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 the process, the why, and what what's better to use. What's I better. love that shit. You know, I'm a weed nerd. Um, I love things. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, information is important. Information is important. Yes, everything is. that you, everything that you participate in your life has to do. You have to have information. Like you can't. Wearing, it looks like um, like Rick is a, a fellow uh, masochist because he's a, he's a Knicks fan like me. So <laughs> to know to know the game of basketball is to know that the Knicks have sucked for the last uh, twenty uh, um, for the last twenty seven years. Let's you know? say since ninety nine. Ninety nine was the last time. I mean, ninety nine was okay. Allen Houston was a poor leader. But that's another subject. Yeah. But so information is important, right? The information that you have about your industry, your expertise, your line of work separates you or categorizes you or puts you at certain levels among the rest. And so I've learned the good way and the hard way that it pays best, not just financially, but it pays best to be well-informed and to be knowledgeable about this. Oh, facts. So, Manny, we're, we're all Latinos here. Let's dispel some myths about uh, Mary Jane or cannabis. Um, first, they say gateway drug. How do you feel about that? Who says I that? don't believe that. Oh, I'm just, this is just, this is something right, right. that's, that's brought a, up a lot. That's a, negative, that? that's a negative <laughs> connotation that people have been using towards cannabis and, and mentioning it towards marijuana. We try not to say marijuana too much or weed or pot because cannabis is the proper term. Mm-hmm. Marijuana has, you know, a very bad connotation, paradigm, and yeah. stigma with to it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're looking to break amongst our Latino people. Mm-hmm. So is marijuana a gateway drug? No. Because uh, your uncle Benito doesn't pass you a glass of infused drink or a bottle of infused beer Mm-hmm. At a baby shower when you're 11 years old, Uncle Benito passes you a beer. Yeah. And then so, Uncle Benito gets sloppy drunk and he goes home and he slaps up his wife. Exactly. Or he laughs out on his kids. Yeah. And you don't do that when you smoke a joint. So, uh, let's specifically the Latino world, right? Uh, I always grew up and the older folks are completely against cannabis. Yes. Um, there seems yeah. to be a change of tide right now. Yes, growing up was they'd rather you just the example he just gave is perfect. They'd rather you drink than smoke. That, right. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. growing yeah. up, yeah, that's growing up. So, uh, like, why is that? Why are Latinos like that? Well, reefer madness. I don't know if you're asking me, but reefer madness, which took place, you know, way back from like the 40s, 50s, 60s, yeah. 70s, which which is when. Uh, 
Crazy fired. Governments and 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 um and, and the people that were in power, the authoritarian authoritarians and uh, politicians, they knew that the media was a good way or the perfect way to influence people. So they put on the news and they they created this stigma and this narrative around cannabis and cannabis consumption and how their daughters were in danger because now their daughters were going to be open to having sexual relations with Mexicans and or African-Americans, black people. Facts. And so, um, Bia, shout out to Ivan Manito, my man, Bia, calling me out there. Bia yeah. is my personal uh, alter ego. Let's <laughs> go. Right now, I am Manny and Chef at the moment. And so... Um, and Ivan's brother. <laughs> yeah. B, I see you, brother. Much love to all of you, bro. So um, so with that negative connotation and with that negative propaganda, mm -hmm. right, everyone started to spread it. What do our parents, I mean, uh, you guys might be, I'm old, you know, I'm close to 40. But me we too. Up we, we up there. We up there. Okay. 37. So your parents, right, what was their source of information and knowledge? Manipulated mm -hmm. knowledge, but information. Where do they get it? Univision. Univision. Norman Vergara with the big ears right there. By Galicia, 172nd and Broadway. Yeah. Galicia closed down already. Um, uh -huh. But the news was how they were informed. And so whatever the news says. That's what it was. Spanish, and so it's lay, right? Yeah. That's what lay. So whatever they were saying on the news, look, cannabis is doing that. Now what are they putting out there? Cannabis might be laced with fentanyl. Yep. I addressed that at the other podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I also posted on my Instagram, Manny underscore infused underscore chef. Why would someone <clears throat> purposely lace your cannabis with fentanyl? It makes financially it doesn't make sense <laughs> for the seller. Okay. Someone's looking to poison you. And if someone's deliberately looking to poison you, they're gonna use fentanyl or chloroform or whatever they could get their hands on. Trepasito, if you're Dominican or Spanish, you know what that is. That is. Uh, they're oh, gonna yes. use that. So oh. the negative connotation towards cannabis and how it how it comes to be that it's 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 a gateway drug or or it's something negative comes from that negative propaganda prior to Reefer Madness and during that propaganda in the 50s and 40s, cannabis was on every shelf in every botiquín, you call in Spanish, a.k.a. pharmacy. Burn. So 10, 15, 20 years from now, we'll be talking about how you had to obtain this product illegally, right, in some sort of illicit form, but how in 15, 20 years from now, during that timeline, or at that time in, the, in 2040, 2050, how people will be obtaining this product medicinally for everyday remedies and ailments in a Walgreens or a CVS mm -hmm. or a Dwayne Reed Straight or a That's just going to be the reality. So we're, I believe that we're a lot closer to that than a lot of people think. Um, there's just too many. It's, it's, it's out already. It's too much positives off mm -hmm. of one, one plant. And because yeah. you could you could use it for many reasons, you know, uh, it's used for anxiety, as you mentioned. If you lack of sleep, appetite, um, what's the other one? Uh, even love, love is uh, there's this. I've seen CBD oil that's called the love potion. Now I'm not 100 percent sure what that does, but you I have say like a, like it's an aphrodisiac. Do you want me to go? I'm not even anything? sure. Oh, but my, my, yes, please it, it, so, explain so, some of these different uses. This one tincture is not alcohol based, but it has it's a it's a cannabis distillate tincture infused with ver raw virgin coconut oil. So this won't be um, stingy to the touch, right? Mm -hmm. So something like this, which is alcohol derivative, will sting. And why I'm going to mention why it's what what to say. Bro, I feel like I should be taking notes. Hold on, you should be. Definitely should be recording this. You should say this. <laughs> Book market, ear market. Well, we're, we're, we're recording this. What, what am I talking? We're recording this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are recording yeah, this. Yeah, no, I just I got nervous. I feel like there's going to be a test later on. Saying yes, yes, definitely there will be a test. A okay, test yeah. all right, good. And so you can use this, like I like I mentioned at the Gender Blender podcast. You can use this. For your 
erogenous zones, your sexual organs, the man's mm. penis, the head of the penis, mm -hmm. the clitoral areas, clitoral stimulation, our sex organs are engorged, right? There was a health professional at the other podcast, which, uh, which would agree with me that our sex organs have thousands of nerve endings. And so they're ultra sensitive. And so products like this, right? Yeah, that's and where the butter or even a, an infused olive oil, which is not bad for your skin, mm -hmm. right? Well, you can use this on your partner and rub it into that area. And what you're doing is you're going to make the person ultra sensitive and more aroused, right? Because now their nerve endings are enhanced and more sensitive. So they're going to feel more to the touch, more. right? Okay. And we as so, men are, are very clumsy when it when it comes to okay. the female button, yes. the clitoris, right? The, that's actually a female this. penis, but that's another subject. I'm not a scientist, <laughs> and I'm not a, I'm not a medical professional. I just have years of experience. Experience. <laughs> I'm speaking from experience. Um, so, in these areas, and the you know specifically in these areas of our body, mm -hmm. you know you have extra nerve endings, thousands of nerve endings, and those nerve endings can be stimulated as such. You probably wouldn't want to put alcohol there, but you would definitely want to use something infused, something like this. Yo, you know, tincture. fucking advice. Right? Remember years ago, people were taking Molly in yes. yes. Remember that? And if you have any kids, you might have used a suppository for your child or even on yourself. Maybe not as, a, as an adult because people don't like to put stuff off their butt. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, when it comes to sex... You know, anything so, goes, right? Yeah, so, so if you're if you're using this on your member as a man, and you're also applying this to your sexual partners, sexual organs, and or their anus, you're gonna have a great time. You have a good time. Okay, so, that's good to know. You just save somebody's marriage. So Rick, save marriage. No, not mine. Mine is, <laughs> mine is beautiful. Uh, I'm just talking about people, and then there's people with cancer. Who Yo, might have a loss of appetite. I mean, this is a big switch from mm -hmm. that is a big fucking pivot right there, bro. But I just want to show the serious side of the shit too. So mm -hmm. it's people that lose appetite because of the uh, the process. What it, what 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 they like to call that word? Chemotherapy. They take chemotherapy. The therapy. Right, chemotherapy yeah. and chemotherapy has been proven to be very harsh on the body, and people react negatively towards it. Yeah. We have a couple of. Uh, Patients, members that have passed uh, due to cancer, and uh, wow. the uh, extreme treatment through chemotherapy. I, I can't say the cause of death because I'm not a medical professional, but they say that chemotherapy, you know, it either cures you or kills you. Some people it's, might say it's that poison. You actually putting, but it's, it's, it is a, a form of poison to attack the cancer cells in the body. And so the patients whom we've dealt with um, benefit during their treatments and after their treatments tremendously with cannabis infused foods or cannabis products. Some of them can't smoke. And so that's where edibles and other extractions come in. Uh, some of them can't keep food down and that's where vapes and smoking and other things come in. There's something called Rick Simpson oil, which is similar to tincture and it's a full alcohol extraction from the cannabis flower and people will put it into pills. And I personally had a patient who would make it at home and we helped him and assisted him making it a couple of times. And he would take it both orally or anally because of the effects, because of the positive oh, effects. Not only cancer, Crohn's disease, colitis, mm -hmm. people with osteoporosis, severe arthritis, pain. My wife, for example, um, has bursitis, which is kind of like a herniated, you might've heard of herniated discs, mm -hmm. but it's a herniated shoulder blade. It's in the back there, the shoulder blade. It's a shift and a, a bulging shoulder blade. It's extremely painful, especially women that have breasts or large breasts will have more pain because now they got this weight, right? And mm -hmm. it's weighing back on these yeah. and the scapula and all that, the posterior delt. And so herself personally, my, my wife specifically is a medical marijuana patient, as am I, and she benefits tremendous, tremendously from the edibles. I honestly have bursitis on my hip. So she I was taking exactly what you're talking about. Okay, there you go. Bursitis. She was taking it's inflammation, right? During the mm -hmm. joint. Um, she was taking and, and cannabis is a great 
anti-inflammatory. I put uh I put a lot of CBD in my coffee in the morning. anxiety as well. So if you have bursitis, we've got two creams. This one is CBD and THC infused. This is on our everyday oh. menu, and, and and patients benefit tremendously from this. <laughs> Saludo. And then there's um there's the lotion, right? Our butt tender lotion. This is um THC infused and some other cannabinoids in here also. This is great for topical. That stuff is like um, it smells good too. To deal with yeah, they both of these smell pretty good. Both of these have a very pleasant smell to them. This one is more like a pomade, like an ointment, gotcha. right? Well, this is more like a lotion. Lotion. Like a creamy lotion. Okay. Yo, I'm with all of these products, man. I need to do. I'm gonna need to do a little. Uh, a it's little. not just. It's not just the plant. It's yeah. It's not just it, the plant. It's not just rolling up blunts in the hallway anymore. I mean, which is great. Not just you know, ain't nothing to fuck with. Mm-hmm. It's not you know. But I love. I love. I love <laughs> in, ingesting it through my pores. That sounds amazing. Yes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about. It. So he mentioned the anus thing. So the the. I don't know if people know this, but I feel like the way you pivoting—I know I'm pivoting really hard today, but you know, uh, the yeah, reason why much. medically, medically, the doctor has talked about. Doctors have said anything you do uh, through the anus, it goes. So if you put a beer in your butt, you're gonna get drunk faster. Faster, yes, way faster, right? yeah. because the absorption in the colon. Absor- yes. yes. Oh. So anything you do like that—that's the medical fact. So. Uh, for all you, uh, that's interesting. All you medical nah. students, let's tuning in. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. There's there's always the correctors, the non-believers, and the, uh, you know. But that's but that's the world we live in. That's okay. Word. So how do I convince my 95 year old abuela who you know? Uh, Yo, that's a good question because I, just, I need I need to figure yeah. out how to get my dad. Yes. So He's, I've learned because my own father had brain surgery in 2017, and. Um, I've learned through my own experience that they, at least with my parents, they don't listen to me. You know, I can do all these podcasts and all as many interviews and they're just not going to, you know, they're not going to take it from me because they know me. So personally and familiarity tends to breed contempt. So I would say find some Spanish, if they speak Spanish only, some Spanish well-versed videos on YouTube, news, discussions, lectures, where they can sit down and you could grasp their attention for 10, 15 minutes and talk to them about the, the marvels and all the positive benefits from the product and how they can consume it. They don't have to roll up a joint or spark a blunt, you know, and they don't have to go cop on the corner either. They can Yo. simply take something like a lotion and use this for arthritis. Also, no, that's, that's really because I've that's. The main thing is I feel like my dad could benefit from it because of that. Cause you know, he has some health conditions that are like, yo, I've heard that this is a good option for people mm-hmm. um, that have this type of stuff. But I feel like because because of what you're saying and mm-hmm. them seeing as like the wacky weed, the evil wacky weed, you know, it's like, how do you convince a 70 year old man that yeah. like, uh, what was that dude's name? Jorge Ramos been telling him Jorge Ramos. the last 30 years, bro. Jorge. It's like, bro, he trusts Jorge Ramos way right. more than he trusts me. To the death. Jorge Ramos is like... <laughs> It's like Jesus for our parents. Like, God. Well, even Jorge is changing his. He knows. He now. knows what's up. No, he knows. Well, what's up. I mean, they have. You gotta get Jorge Ramos on the show. They have to go kind of with what's popping. If you kind of look at news media sources, they really don't have a choice but to because this is hot. This is a hot topic. Yeah. This is trending, mm-hmm. right? And this is something that's been. And it's a culture. Huh? It's a culture shift, right? Culture shift right now. Yeah. And so the propaganda has been. Disproven. So now all this smack that they used to talk negatively about this product, they kind of have to eat their words. And I mean, they won't admit to it or stand on a podium and say, listen, I apologize for bashing, you know, cannabis and all of that. They're not going to do that, but they're going to easily just promote and say everything that's coming out that, you know, people want to listen to. Abuelo Z, lo mío, desde la República Dominicana. Oh, so Roman just tuned in. What's up, Roman? So <clears throat> let's let. So do you, would you compare this moment in time in history, similar to when prohibition was being removed? 
because it was it was a similar feeling towards alcohol and then it became illegal and then moonshiners came and they were like right. nah, this is this is our thing well so i i wasn't you know i i have just read about that and experienced that through um tv and news sources and reading and history books so i don't have a personal experience with how that was the prohibition era back then people like to compare it but i don't like to discredit cannabis like that because liquor alcohol is just a recreational of course that's a fact 100%. bro this one is very smart very intuitive young man right there so um yeah uh, uh as opposed to, or quite differently from alcohol and liquor and liquor sales and wine and whiskey, bourbon and cognac and all that, you know, um, you've never had a doctor tell you, all right, well, go home and take four shots of Hennessy. Because I know you're, you know, I know you can't. A lot of that. people wish that was. Yo. So go take, yo, make sure it's VSOP though. Don't get that wax. <laughs> they don't do that. Why don't they do that? Because alcohol is a depressant, right? Mm -hmm. It makes people violent. It makes people act out of character. It makes you lose your inhibitions. And the reality is it's December. And at the end of this year, you know, I'm not happy about that. But hundreds of thousands of people will have died at the hands of alcohol consumption, whether it be through diseases that they picked up because of alcohol consumption, like diabetes, you know? Diabetes is like, a, that's the real pandemic in the country. But let's, you know, I don't want to touch that subject. Um, car crashes, domestic violence. Yes. Right? I mean, I have, I live in a semi, it's suburban, but it's, a, it's kind of like an urban neighborhood here in Jersey. And neighbor down the block, you know, cop has come a couple times in the past couple weeks. I've never seen him with a blunt in his hands. But I know for a fact that the domestic violence that's going on in that household has to do with liquor because there's cases and cases of beer outside the house every time trash comes to pick it up. And that might sound like slander, but I'm just addressing something, addressing something that's real. That's real. In, in our demographic, in our neighborhoods. And that's not just here in New York and New Jersey. That's from here to Malibu. And from Sacramento all the way up to Seattle, Damn. back down to Colorado, all the way over to Texas, right down to the beautiful state of Florida and Miami, and right back up to New York City and past, you know. To New yeah, we're on the same page, man. I always say that alcohol is way worse uh, for your body, for, you know, for us as humans than, like, cannabis could ever be, you know. Yeah. So I'm with you on, like, not discrediting it. You know, and comparing it to, to the alcohol prohibition, they probably should make alcohol like a controlled substance. That that might be. So a lot of people might not might not like that, but it might be yeah. safer, safer. It's been normalized. Liquor yeah. has been normalized. Yes. You, yes. you 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 never think twice about a parent walking around with a drink at a resort, like let's say Kalahari. You ever been to Kalahari and uh, a water I'm, resort over there? Yeah, I've never been there. So Kalahari is an indoor water resort park, water park. Okay. And there's a dozen bars in there, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a couple of places to eat. But you'd be frowned upon or you'd be looked at negatively in a negative light if you're walking around with a joint in your mouth, you know, in Kalahari. But no one will think twice about you walking around with this giant 32-ounce mega alcohol dosed mm -hmm. uh, sex on the beach or whatever, nice. frozen margarita, you know what I'm saying? And not that every time you drink liquor, you become violent, but you're more dangerous more on like alcohol it. and liquor consumption than you are on cannabis. And that's so just a fact. I brought up the gateway thing. So to me, honestly, it's never been really said, but I feel alcohol is more of a gateway to anything right. else than cannabis for instance alcohol is something you have to know your levels of consumption and what you can drink um and people freely dive into it when they turn 21 yeah let me get, take some shots let me do this let me do that not knowing 
what the alcohol tastes like, what their taste buds are, what they actually enjoy. Because alcohol does not taste good when you're yeah. 21. Yeah, like it's, if you go and you grab, let's say gin, for example. I hate gin. You go and you put raw gin on a cup and you drink it. It's not going to be the most pleasant drink you've ever had in your life. So right. I, I feel like what Cray said, a controlled substance, it might be hard, but um, that's why I stick to like wine and beer. And you got to know your limits with alcohol. With marijuana, you usually have, you know, either a cookie or something infused or you you have, you know, one, what they call a joint or a blunt. Mm-hmm. And you're good. That's it. It's not like you... I think I struggle with with edibles sometimes with that though because I feel like but you gotta know that's I, Manny's I gonna like talk me, about. I wanted to ask Manny about like you gotta know what yeah what your yeah. what your what your dosage is what your you, tolerance your dosage all about dosing yeah because yeah. I feel like for for edibles what my experience has always been like either like I feel like it's, there's not enough necessarily or then I'm just like asleep then it's just like I take way too much. I'm sleepy now. I'm gonna just go to sleep. Um, I don't know. I haven't had a good experience. Like I feel mm-hmm. like it's always that's it. I'm, always I'm the more. So those those studies, I want to dispel those studies. Yeah, that's not by that's, the Roman Epic yeah. Productions. Yes, those studies you can flush those down the toilet because um, uh, the decline in IQ. I used to hear that from. The I can't give you that there because. Um, I mean, I've been smoking cannabis since I was 12 years old, and my IQ seems pretty up there. So I, I would do your research. That's, again that's, how, that's how they would get you. you and know. find out how it's being dispelled. The yeah, fact yeah. that cannabis burns brain cells, that's 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 true. old news. That's that's been dispelled. You're still part, you're you're still in the dark ages when it comes to that information that you're spreading. And that's what we want to break. We want to break that stigma. We want to break that paradigm. That excitement that people have to share false information, we yeah. want to we want to crack that because that right there is a false narrative. Cannabis has been proven to stimulate neurosensitivity yeah. and neuro, neuroneogenesis, and look that up. And uh, you know you're talking about somebody 27 years in the game, so and not just in the game, but I mean in consumption. Mm-hmm. So uh, you got to really check. You got to recheck your uh, your sources right there, yeah, and yeah. get well educated about this before you come and dance in this ring with me because I'm a heavyweight, not just physically. Right. <laughs> now let's talk about Grace and I both said it. Creativity. I feel like um, I haven't seen a study of it yet, but I'm pretty sure if you put uh, that thing on the on the scalp, you'll mm-hmm. see it shooting off in the creativity because your mind just starts going places. And if you just start thinking of things, and if you're an artist, like it just it yeah. spews out, it spews out. Yeah, neurotransmitters. Have you ever been to South Beach, the Winwood District? Oh, for our Basel, which yeah. just wrapped yeah. up. I haven't been there yet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the creativity down there is wonderful. Not that everyone down there is on cannabis, but I bet my bottom dollar that most of them are. A lot of them. Sixty percent. I'd say sixty percent of artists consume cannabis in some way or form from those down there. Not all artists in general. I'm just saying the artists in that urban graffiti glorified, it's beautiful art. Yeah. Beautiful art and they're they're consumers for the most part. So yeah, creativity and neurotransmitters, there are studies and that's where we come in. That's where the infused experience comes in because at the infused experience, we're going to dispel a lot of these myths you know, and a lot of these negative connotations and these stigmas and paradigms that people are building up into it. You know, if you look for negative information on cannabis, you're going to find it. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's accurate. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. Once confirmation you bias, the yeah. Real, when you find the real information on cannabis and how it affects us and our bodies, then you will realize how beneficial it is. I'm not saying everyone needs to consume it, but everyone, how about this? I'm going to drop an easy fact for you. We all have cannabinoid receptors in our body. You ever heard of that? Yeah. Cannabinoid receptors. Your body has a system, kind of like your neural system, kind of like your digestive system Mm -hmm. that picks up on cannabinoids. Where are cannabinoids found, Mr. Rick Yarrow? Cannabis. Cannabis. There you go. So, 
if this is already in your body, this system to pick up on it, I never heard of a cognac receptor system. I never heard of a tequila receptor system. <laughs> Yo, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard of a Marlboro, Newport, Lucy. Uh, you're going to it now. My, my other, the other thing is they love to compare because originally marijuana was it was a joint. It was it was, mm -hmm. it was rolled up, so it looked like mm -hmm. a cigarette. People love to uh, give you the symptoms and the effect that a cigarette, a cigarette gives, and they put it onto a, mar a marijuana cigarette. So the difference between those two is something I would like to dispel because, again, older folks who don't know better that kills your brain cells like she just said that kills your brain cells yeah. and that gives you cancer and that gives you this and it gives you that and this and that it, explain the difference between a cigarette and a marijuana uh joint or a cigarette as well so there there are studies that show that smoke in general is bad to inhale mm -hmm. any kind of smoke okay whether it's cigarettes pure tobacco or the poisoned cancer sticks that they sell at the corner store, AKA cigarettes. Um, but cannabis itself rolled up and smoked is safer than the tobacco that's packaged with nicotine and chemicals that has been proven. It has a, the, the attorney general, right? The US surgeon, there's a US surgeon, surgeon general, sorry, not attorney general. US surgeon general has a warning on the boxes of cigarettes and says that tobacco kills and causes cancer. Now, yeah. I'm not a scholar, you know what I mean? And I'm not a doctor by no means, mm -hmm. but I know how to read. Mm -hmm. And if something says it kills, I probably don't want that. And I wouldn't compare it to a, a product, a drug that's now being brought into the light about how beneficial it is. The negative connotations towards it we're all financially based and racial based. You know, the propaganda against cannabis was all racial and financially biased. You understand? It wasn't the, the, the elite at that time wasn't benefiting from cannabis being on the shelves or yeah. from their, as they would say, their young white daughters sleeping with colored men or Mexican men. They didn't want that in the United States. And who's the biggest media source in the world since those times? The United States. So all of that information pours out into where? Into Latin America, Central America, South America, and so on and so forth. Shout out to the Brazilian people who consume maconha because uh, cannabis in Brazil is also very large and very freely accepted nowadays. Yo, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So she she's she just rolled back. So I conduct a study and do research and provide information. In terms of the information I put up as a topic point, I have no well, Thank you for thank participating, you. man. Yeah, I, I appreciate. That. I mean, it was it's a right, good, but what we're, what we're saying is that your information is outdated, yes. and that you and you should double check. You should fact check. Isn't that the right term nowadays? Yes, it is. You should fact, fact check. check your information. Um, well, obviously, I have a vested interest in it because um, I'm part of this movement, you know? So what, I, what I'll do is I'm going to go on the, on the comments. I'll drop a, a link that I found to something that uh, it's a study that talks about the study about that IQ stuff, how some of that stuff was dispelled because of the parameters. Yeah. That's, see, it's, 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 it's very, um, it's very exciting to share information mm -hmm. and to be knowledgeable. It's exciting. It's good. But it's also, you know, dangerous. It's, it's important to not mislead each other and not misinform each other. That's, we are here to empower our, our fellow Latinos and the people in our demographic and even worldwide, not just limited to Latinos. We want people to understand that they have much more benefits with this product than they do with some of the over-counter medications that they might consume, Tylenol, acetaminophen, and aspirin. Do the research on aspirin. They were telling people to take an aspirin a day just to avoid a heart attack. Yes. Now, 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 decades later. Months ago, it was proven, uh, do not do that. Because don't do that. Why? It causes a heart attack. 
It causes not, and it also causes ulcers mm-hmm. because it eats away at your stomach lining. Exactly. And that's also, not something that happens with cannabis. Also, Advil as well, ibuprofen. Advil, ibuprofen, yeah. That's why they always tell you to drink Advil with not on an empty stomach because it mm-hmm. will cause ulcers in your stomach. It erodes the stomach lining. Mm-hmm. It erodes the stomach lining, and with with the stomach enzymes, it's bad for you. Mm-hmm. There's no ibuprofen receptor system in your body. There's no acetaminophen receptor system in your body. There's no Adderall, uh, Vicodin, Oxycontin, Percocets, opiate uh, receptor system in your body, right? But there's a cannabinoid receptor system. So it's important to share the right information and to keep sharing it so that we can grow and so that we can move forward as a people. It's You'd be hard-pressed to... to to find someone at a family party, right, amongst us Latinos, at a baby shower and everything, like, where you say, no, vamos a ir afuera, fumar un joint, ven con nosotros. I know. Yeah. Fuma droga. Yeah. In terms of information. Like, but no, this is an old, that was an old post. Right. Okay. So yeah. you you do that at a family function, at an event. You say, vamos para afuera, que me voy, tú sabes, me voy. Me voy a dar una patada porque estoy un poco ansioso. Or I want to have a good time. Y, y esto me ayuda. Mm-hmm. No. No, that's bad for your social anxiety. They they rather tell you to drink two cups of wine. Two cups of wine turn into four. You drive off by yourself. You get pulled over. Let's say you're not swerving or swaying. But the officer asks you how many drinks you had. And now, because you've been conditioned to think that the cops are always on your side, you share information which you're not supposed to share. Because you're within your right to remain silent, mm-hmm. and you're sharing this information. Now you got a DUI because you told Officer Enriquez that you had a couple of drinks at the baby shower, and he says, "Well, I saw you crossing the double line. Step out the car. Mm-hmm. I weigh 270 pounds. If I do a field sobriety test, my fat ass is probably going to fail. I haven't done no exercise in years. Now that's my own fault, but." The reality is that you just fell for a trap to get a DUI because yeah. at the party, you could have just gone with your cousin and taken a couple pulls, which I'm not saying you should drive while you're smoking, but probably had a better time. You'll probably have a better time and be safer. And no, and ha- really no hangover the next day. Right. No yeah. hangover. No, you don't really lose a lot of cognitive function with a couple tokes from a joint. But take take three shots of tequila and let me know how you're driving, how you're boxing, and how your hand-eye coordination yeah. is. I used to work in a nightclub years ago. And we would call Saturdays Rumble in the Jungle because it was Latino night. And all these bottles were flying. Damn. I've been at over 20 cannabis events, uh, more than 20 prior to COVID. You know, and I've never seen a fight break out. Or a, or a rumble, it's usually or, chill. or a melee, or a mob, or someone get jumped, or anything like that. It's chill vibes, usually. So it just goes to show you how one thing affects you over the other, and how perspective and these these influences the stigma around it too. It's like right. the stigma, correct? The stigma that has been around for years, decades, um, yeah. And now it's going to take some time to break off. But let's talk about the infused experience, a celebration Yo. of infused foods. That's um, coming up. Yes. yes it's Friday. So it's Friday. I'll, I'll put up the link because you, you obviously have to Yo, register. I, and I need to come through. Purchase, purchase yeah, I need, to, I need to purchase five. So definitely, um, come through, definitely come through. What can we expect, Manny, if we go to this experience? So at the infused experience, it's not just about people getting wrecked. You know, that's not why we do this. It's not just about people getting uh, blasted, you know, as they say, or like spaced yeah. out or whatever. But it's about having a good time and using this product to benefit you in any way that that may be, right? Whether it be relaxing in a relaxing, mature environment, which is what the infused experience is. It's a relaxed, mature environment where, you know, we consume safely. The foods are, the, the foods are infused. You're going to have three courses as if you went to a restaurant. It's a great date night. It's a great singles night. It's a great all around night for like-minded people who are looking to have 
a good, safe time, all right? And at places like this, at, at our events, we're going to show you what to look out for, right, in the industry. What you may think is uh, lit or popping, as the young kids say, right, um, <laughs> is probably not that, right? Because this is something we're going to show over there. We got this at a local big name place, big name, huge name. Uh, they're what you would call a vendor, right? They're a supplier of these type of products. This product originally comes from California, which is where everyone thinks they want to get their products from, right? We're not shouting out the product, but we're going to show you how this is a fake. See how good this packaging is, Chris? Mm -hmm. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. All the way through. Nice. There's no signs of bootleg. This doesn't look like Canal Street at all, in no way, shape, or form. Looks but we're going to show you how it quality. Is. It looks. It's a quality knockoff, right? And we're going to show you things like this at the event and what to look for in your flower. You said you mentioned, uh, I think one of you guys lives in the BX. Mm -hmm. And Rick, you're where? Queens. You're in Queens. So at your local place, right, you've got a guy. Everyone has a guy. Uh, in almost any neighborhood in America, there's a guy. And so your guy has some kind of flower, some kind of product, right, that he's going to show you. But usually uh, they're going to show you product and they're going to misrepresent it. Not all of them, but they're going to misrepresent it in the way that they're going to show you something. It's going to look like it's right from California. It's going to have the label like it's right from California. But you open the bag and it's going to be what my partner and I call that fufu kachu, <laughs> you know, that fugazi, that fugaz, you know, that VSOP bullshit, you know, it's not. Right. So you're going to open up your, your bag or your envelope and you're going to see it. We're going to show you at the event what to look for in quality flour, how to avoid consuming PGR flour versus real naturally organic grown flour and what you should expect when looking for organic real flour, how the pistols, how the buds should look how the crystals themselves should look, the trichomes, the smell, how to crack a bud and look at the center and avoid bud rot and that kind of thing and mold, just so that we're all consuming safely. You know what I mean? Yeah, how I would you that. feel if you went to a nightclub and you paid $300 for a bottle of fake liquor? Which happens, I think. You know what happens? Happens a lot. People were dying in the Dominican Republic, right, off of bootleg liquors. Yeah. Right. So you want to avoid those extreme situations. Not that, you know, you're you're going to smoke a blunt or something fake or something whack and, you know, it's going to kill you, but you much rather want to know what you're paying for yeah, and be you able to be educated and informed enough to get the best for your dog. Right? We, we, we definitely want to have our, uh, our bud IQ go up. Right. So the Infuse experience is not just that. We're going to have fun. There are some adult games that you can uh, participate in. Okay. There's going to be a VR. You know the Oculus? Yes. Oh, so I'm you're going to have an Oculus player. where you can view some buds and some beautiful out view, you know, uh, sky views, skylines, and things that you want to choose. You get to choose yourself what it is that you want to participate in. Yo, wow. that's amazing, man. And this that's on this Friday... That's this Friday, 7.30 p.m., the Eventbrite link. Uh, Rick is going to post there somewhere. I'll post it on my uh, Instagram page along with everyone. Yeah, we'll put it up on our stories and stuff. I'm too. not used to webcamming, as you can tell. No. Just put on the bottom. We'll <laughs> probably put it on the bottom. Like, I'm not camera friendly, really. There you go. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Nah, we're What's your experience with cannabis? How, how often do you guys Ooh. consume or, or what's been your experience with edibles? All the time. I mean, edibles, not not so much. I feel like I did for my birthday. I went to a spot that they have downtown that it's like, a, you know, you do dinner. And it's like three course, you know, thing. I forget, I forget the name of the spot, but it was really good. It's like a pizza place. Yeah. Um, uh, delicious stuff. Blasted. That was like the last time I had edibles. But like, like what usually happens, I overdid it. And just was like sleepy and went to sleep. Yeah, that's a very common. Doesn't yours? sound like a bad night to me. No, it's great. It was it was a wonderful food. It tasted great, great, you know, ambiance and bud and like high quality bud too. And it was it was really good. But again, I I, just, I like to sometimes, 
be able to, you know, draw Enjoy, and have conversation, yeah. you know, function. you want to be able to function. Yeah. And sometimes like it, the edible thing is just like it's too much. If the dose is too high, it's hard to, it's hard to digest. So that, that's what happens. Yeah. How about you, Rick? Do you have the same My, uh, experience? So I, I'm more crazy to smoke on the drinker. We've always said that on this podcast. So I drink beer, but, um, I do for me, uh, CBD in my coffee and I'm, I'm the edible guy. Crazy is not. Um, mm-hmm. I'd rather ingest it, and I actually know my own like limits. Okay. Um, good. And when I do it, you were into that vape thing for a long time. I was into too, vaping right? also, but uh, I got a little like bit away the from PhD, it. You yeah. know, the, the the vapes, you know. But I got more into the edibles because um, I would have an edible and then waste some time, and then like I would get like that creativity would go crazy. I would start writing, you know, I wrote a whole film on edibles. So nice. that's, 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 that's yeah. right. It's also to take anxiety away, relax, because the older I, you know, I'm 37 now, never had anxiety ever in my life. I always thought that was like a, a privileged thing to have anxiety, but the older I get, the more responsibilities I have. The more anxiety. You too. <laughs> anxiety hits. So, uh, as for me, it's just perfect. Um, and CBD, do not, do not knock CBD. CBD is great. Um, I, I use it in the coffee, the tinctures, and it just takes away any aches and pains that I have. I also suffer from sleep Facts. apnea. So me too. sometimes I'll wake up with a headache uh, or, or like some back pain and that get, gets rid of it. And I could go about my day. Right, functional. And start my day beautifully in, in a good space yeah. instead of like all groggy and, and dis, discombobulated. So mm-hmm. I, I, that's my experience with it. I've always had a positive experience with it. Um, I'm an advocate for it. Um, just uh, I haven't really publicized it like that. You know, this is actually the first time I'm talking about it on the show. Oh, okay. So you're coming out of out of what we call the cannabis closet. The cannabis yes. closet. The cannabis in the closet. In the corner yeah, of the cannabis that, closet. That's recent for us too. Yeah. I, I was deep into that cannabis closet, um, you know, I, because of the, a lot of the stigmas when you grow up. You know, they tell you it kills brain cells. They tell you this and that is bad for you, and they put such a negative connotation on it. You start to believe some of those things, right. um, and then you don't want to be judged. Yeah, so. I think for me it was always like you know keeping it quiet was a way of life. When I was younger, mm. I think when I when I moved out of New York, I was a little bit more like okay, this isn't that. Well, you was in in that late, so. Um, yeah, and I mean, I feel like I was living in California, so like out there, it had already been like socially destigmatized, yeah. you know, for for the, for the most part. So it kind of it kind of made it easier, you know, when I came back here. But I feel like it's gonna, you know, it's a shift that's happening, you know, culturally here now. And I think, um, you know, for, for me, it was it was that it was more of like my relationship to like other people, right? Like it's like, you know, whatever you your your social circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Really has to do for us, I think, for me and Rick with, with our family when we were younger. You know, like oh, when it comes to like family, the younger is like you can't get like, PhD. Like from, from, and my family was like a like the you know the don't don't ask, don't tell. You know, like it, mm-hmm. like they kind of knew, but it was like let's nah, don't, don't bring it around, don't bring it up. You know, don't don't make it a thing. But I'm so happy that like folks like you are, you know, helping to kind of bridge that that information gap, mm-hmm. especially with our older folks, and especially doing it through food. Which I think is a great way of like, especially with our people, and I'll speak to like, you know, up here, up here for us, the food is a good way to like communicate, you know, communicate yeah. th- that things are safe, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, everyone I'm eats. I'm gonna put it in your food is safe. Trust me, you okay. know, like. I mean, um, I've, I've met a lot of people in my life, right? And I, I've, uh, I've, I've been in different industries, and um, I've met people who don't drink liquor. I've met people who don't smoke cigarettes. I've met people who smoke cigarettes. I've met people who drink liquor. I've met people who smoke weed, who don't smoke weed. But I've never met someone who doesn't eat any kind of food. So, I mean, it's a good way to find, you know. Common ground, yeah. Common denominator with someone to be able to link with them and build that rapport, Mm. especially if you can infuse the food from their country, if it's an horchata 
for someone from Mexico. Yo. If, if it's a Mangu, you know, or a, or a Yaro for somebody from Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. If it's a Rabo Encendido for somebody from Cuba. If it's a, a Pilone or Piñone for somebody from Puerto Rico or an Acapuria, mm -hmm. then, you know, it's a great way, you know, for you to build that rapport, build that connection, and have some kind of a link with that person where the person, you know, you're reflecting each other, you're mirroring each other, and the people now accept you as an equal and you accept them as an equal. And it brings down those barriers and the uh, lines of communication are open and it's better to move ahead that way. You know, it's just, it's just a great, great wall breaker. No, Craze, uh, can we uh, play a game with Manny? Are you ready for that? No, you're not I, ready for that. Look at that. No, you, you didn't. Look at, that. look at that. Look at that. Look at that. We're not doing Let's, that today. We're not doing that one doing today. Three, two, one today. We are doing three, two, one. So uh, this is a segment we like to call three, two, one. So Manny, give me three things you would like older Latinos to know about cannabis. I would like older Latinos to know that cannabis is a safe product when consumed responsibly. Uh, that's number one. Number two, I would like older Latinos to know that cannabis is safer than alcohol. Number three, I would like Latinos to know that cannabis can address dozens of everyday remedy uh, ailments and issues and serve as a remedy for a lot of everyday issues and ailments that they're treating on a daily basis with other over-the-counter or pharmaceuticals negative side effects. Viva Poru. Viva, right. Instead of Viva Poru. Yo, that's the product we... That's a product we got to do. Uh, you got to infuse it. Infuse mental. Mental. Viva Poru. Right in your nose. Two of the best infused foods you've had. Two dishes that is it can't miss and it's beautiful. Give me the two of them and give me a little bit of the experience. Or two products before. that you guys two got. Products, yeah. So we made, um, we made prior to COVID a prior to the pandemic, an infused paella oh, with mashed potatoes, scallops, calamar, fresh oh, calamar. Man. You know, I, I grew up in the Heights, but I'm in Jersey now, so I'm like a, I'm like a hybrid. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, so I got a lot of Italian influence out here in Jersey. Shout out to my Italians. Yo, shout my out. Bananas, my, my goombas, my paisans. Well, paisans. Um, so it was a it was a melody of seafood. Obviously, shrimp was in there. Uh, we had some squid, and um, it was infused. And the bottom part, in uh, when you look this up, if you go online and look it up, or go to a Spanish, an actual Spanish restaurant, uh, the what what in what Dominicans and Puerto Ricans might call el rapao, el concon. Yeah. In a paella is called a socara, and the socara absorbs all the flavors. All of it of all this seafood and all these herbs and spices infused beautiful marvelous so i never i've had so many you're getting too fucking hungry with that i had the black squid ink yeah. which was amazing with the squid ink on it yeah. and it's like creamy okay i never thought of oh. having the fucking gong gong or the pegao or yo so but now i'm gonna, gonna request that we gotta we do that. that. We need that that special pan, that Spanish Spanish mm -hmm. pan. I'll, I'll do it for you. You know what? When we Yo. do the next, when we do the next infused experience, make sure you book your ticket, and we'll do a paella, and we'll go all out for you. And then another dish, mm -hmm. which is my my go to that I like, I love. I just I love it. Is pasta alfredo. I make pasta alfredo from scratch. This is not taking. Alfredo from a bottle, you know, and just adding weed butter to it. Oh, this is melting butter, adding cream, adding the flour, adding the spices, some freshly chopped garlic, you know, yeah. some other herbs that we don't want to, Yo, you know, expose. I'm fucking starving right now. And then that pasta Alfredo, and you whip in that cream and add those cheeses, some fontina cheese, you know, some Parmesan. A little provolone, some moots, get it nice and melted, and you got your boiling pot al dente pasta. Drain that and drizzle. 
God, yo, Manny, I think you're getting too too explicit with this. No, shit. no, no, no. Let the man it, yes, that's what it was. It was, it was beautiful. Man, and then we yeah. hit it at the end with a little bit of shaved, a mix of shaved cannabis flour, just a little bit because it's very terpy. And then that other shaved Ooh. parsley, chopped dried parsley. Mm. I think this shit counts as ASMR. <laughs> that segment will probably put it up as ASMR. Hell yeah. And what's one thing you want people to walk away knowing about cannabis? Stop people. <laughs> Yo, you got to come to the event. You got to come to the event. She's curious now. Like, yo, hold she's on. Like, hold, she's like, wait, hold on a second. Where's the link? The link is right here. It's going to come right down here. I want I'm, people to I'm know. I'm going to put the link on the Instagram right after the episode uh, and where you can get the tickets. It'll be also be on my bio on the Instagram as well. So Follow me on the gram, Manny of You Chef. Follow me on the gram, Manny of You Chef. So one thing I want people to know about cannabis is that if they haven't consumed it, they're missing out because recreationally and both medicinally, it's got tremendous, endless amount of benefits. Mm-hmm. And it's something that they should open up to and not close themselves off about. Fairly Grillo is talking about the tincture, about the oil. Yo. Uh, he can use this in sex. Apparently, he wants to speak for he wants, he wants people to know. <laughs> Apparently, he wants people to know that he has no, it. He, he's ready no. to use it. He's a firm he believer. He's a believer. We have having cannabis church in here tonight, fellas. Let's go. <laughs> praise testify, God. Grillo, testify. <laughs> Grillo, let them know. So, yeah, that's, that's what we want people to know about cannabis. At... Manny underscore infused underscore chef Jeff. is his handle at delicias in Spanish for the, for the number four the people, which is people and, is PPL. PPL and the butt tender collective. Um oh really butt tender collective. The butt tender collective is where you're gonna go to see Hold on, our events, our upcoming events and book that. tickets. I wrote it there in the chat. I don't know if people could see the chat or if that's just us private. Oh, he wrote it on the private chat, but I'll, I'll, I'll we'll pop put, it we'll up. put it in there. We'll put it in there. Wow. So El Grillo is saying he's confessing. Yo. If a woman wants to come to an orgasm, he said it in Spanish. Grillo, thank you for the confirmation, Grillo. I feel it. El Grillo is speaking El from experience. Okay. I hope El Grillo, that's that, that name, man. Um, he, I love that hey, name. Grillo's Puerto Rican. Shout out to the boys out there. Bro. Let's go. I mean, for us Dominicans, uh, when we used the term Grillo, it was not, not a good term. Not a good one, but. We, El Grillo means it, a cricket, and it's not. It's not because a cricket. The cricket insect. It's a, it's a, it's a term oh. towards. Women, street women who are not towards women. Yes, no. the Bud Tender Collective. Go the follow that also on Instagram. Yo, facts. Wow, the infused experience, a celebration of infused foods. Yo, Manny, thank you for coming. 10th, through, Friday, December tenth at seven thirty p.m. Eastern. Manny, you know you already know you're a family, but now you're a family of the show. Yo. You're always welcome. Anytime you want to come back on the show, just send a message. Um, shout out to Ivan, Joel, the whole team. Word. This Thank Friday, looking forward to it. Uh, oh, not, I'm coming through for This real. is the first time, Manny. I swear to you. We'll probably have you on a couple more we need. We need a, a cannabis correspondent more. on the show. Yes. I have, I have the information, the willingness, and the humility to continuously provide accurate information and to know that I don't know everything. And I still I need to learn. And I'm still yeah, learning. We and, love your uh, energy. We're five man. years in, and we're looking, we're looking at this for the long haul. You know, we want to yeah. empower our people with the right information, mm-hmm. and so that they can benefit. It's not just about them ordering or, you know, specifically ordering from us. No, you know, we can't reach everyone. It's about the culture. You know, like I feel like it's about, about shifting culture. that that Correct. culture, that Correct. culture shift. You know, it's like. But, yo, thank you again, man. This was really informative. Um, you described everything deliciously. And now I'm it ready, was, I'm ready was, for the fucking event, an, to be honest. It was an experience just for to real. hear describe. I'm ready. <laughs> Come through Friday, the infused experience. It's going to be proper, lit, and beautiful. Hey, let's go. 
I'll put the link on my Instagram. It'll be on my bio on Instagram as well. Uh, follow Manny, Manny underscore infused underscore chef at Instagram and Delicia for the number four, the E P P L for the people. Manny, thank you once again, my brother. I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show. Uh, look forward to the feedback from the event because I'll have some people there and, you know, I have to be at the next one. I can't be on this one, but I have to be in the next there. one for sure. I'm letting Crazy you going? I'm All right. Crazy Take is coming. I got Crazy. you. You got to give me a whole detail next Tuesday of how it went. I got you. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Next week we'll have another cannabis enthusiast on the show. Word. Uh, this time is a Latina who started her own CBD company. It's called Hustle and Flow. So Jamie Galvis will be on the show next Let's Tuesday, which, which I feel is even is, is dope. It's dope that uh, we're changing the 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 perception of cannabis but also that women are getting into this business as well facts so Excellent. we'll see you guys next week at eight o'clock manny thanks again crazy boogie have a good night peace uh, out everybody stay tuned uh-huh. yeah marvelous okay yeah uh. I'm on my Frank Lucas shit, three-piece suits, Valentino cufflinks, LV shoes. I bring the shorty closer, just enough to fill the gun on the holster. Out on the balcony, filling on the breeze, city skylines, we're puffing on some trees. Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda, made back front of the building with the chauffeur. And he waiting on me, got umbrella in his hands and my name in the seats. No gift, baby, no thanks, no chinchillas, baby, so what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand-to-hand, give the drugs to Rick, the money the Benny Banks talk the crazy, he talks to me. Keep my business out the streets. It's the ART. Uh.